Welcome into another edition of Camp Notes here on Word on the Street podcast. I'm Tony Lombardi. The Word on the Street is brought to you by Panacea Life Sciences. Discover the healing power of hemp. Shop at PanaceaLife.com. That's P-A-N-A-C-E-A Life.com. Use code RSR at checkout and get a 30% discount. Today I'm joined on Camp Notes by Darren McCann and Adam Greaser from RSR. Good morning, fellas. What was the atmosphere like out there last night? It was a blast. It was uh, over 26,000 people. It was raucous. It was it was a fun night. Yeah. Just so, were all the concessions open and it almost like it was a, a normal game day or how did it feel out there? I would say so. I mean, I didn't notice any that weren't open. Um, just echoing Darren's point, it was a lot of fun. Um, and I, I you know, wasn't surprised that they pretty much got a full turnout. Uh, but was surprised at how early people showed up. They were uh, they were coming into the bank, you know, right around 530 even. Um, so pretty, you know, pretty full and pretty excited fan base. Did they allow tailgating last night? I didn't see anything official. I know walking over uh, the bridge by the stadium, I did see some people in the parking lot tailgating. Not sure if that was if they were supposed to be, but they were. So just to set the table, guys, the, this, this event at the stadium is typically a little less intense than I think practices, at least they were pr- prior to 2022, because we've seen practices be almost like a, a, a sleepwalking out there at Owings Mills. But how was that compared to, Darren, I know you were out there on Friday. How did that compare to last night? Uh, last night was definitely a showcase. You know, um, started out with the punter drilling some balls, finished with Tucker and, and a, f- a bunch of one-on-one drills in between. It, it, it was a good night to just show off a little bit. Uh, let's talk about the punter. Jordan Stout, he, he's a, a fourth-round draft pick, replacing iconic Sam Cook, and Sam Cook is part of the coaching staff now. So I haven't seen him actually hit many punts out at, in Owens Mills, but did he have an opportunity to do some of that last night? Yeah, I know he did some uh, before the practice officially started. Um, one caught my eye. You know, it's, it's tough sometimes, at least for me, to really evaluate punters when it's not an in-game situation. But he did, he did put one, um, you know, bounced inside the five toward the sideline and went out of bounds at the one-yard line. So that's always good to see. Yeah, you know, I, I think he's, got, he's in an unusual situation. I, I mean, Sam Cook's been with the team for, what, 15 years? And when you think about how valuable he was to the team, just a consistent, steady guy, always cool under pressure. You know, if they asked him to throw the football, he's got a, a quarterback rating that even Tom Brady would aspire to have <laughs> and <laughs> or passer rating. And you just look at some of the things he's done with holding, you know, that, that's just he's been incredibly impeccable over the course of his career. And those are some big shoes for Jordan Stout to fill in. So I, I think, the more the Ravens can put him under in pressure situations, the better off they're going to be as he gets to uh, the real games. Yeah, he, he really, it, it was fun. We were, there was kind of a buzz in the press room watching him uh, like echo and Aiden. He spun one out at the one yard line. I think the next kick, he put it down to the two and they downed it and he kind of showed some personality out there. It was, it was fun to see. Yeah, and just adding quickly uh, to that point, I did also see him working with Sam Cook uh, on the sideline with just holding. So that's also, you know, something worth noting. 
it's one of those things, you know, they, they call it the operation that we take for granted for so long because they were so good with it. I mean, and, and they've gone through a couple of long snappers. So Matt Catula was there and then there was Morgan Cox. And, and then when you think about these guys that have been, you know, part of that operation, now they're just down to one. That's Justin Tucker. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But I, I know we'll probably all be paying a little bit more attention to how that operation is handled because we took the previous operation for granted so much. But one of the things that's been talked about a lot during camp is the lack of, of depth at wide receiver. So I'd like to get your guys' take on how the, the big four, I'll call them, you know, how they performed. And then if any of the unheralded, undrafted guys uh, captured any of your attention. Yeah, I actually thought the undrafted guys had a much better night than they did the day before. Um, Bailey Gaither, Slade Bolden, Shamar Bridges, Devin Williams, Makai Polk, they all did something to stand out last night. I, I thought it was just a good all-around night by pass catchers. Yeah, I agree. Um, the guy that really stood out to me was uh, Benjamin Victor. He looks tall, athletic, uh, fast. He made um, one super athletic catch that I remember early in the night. And just the whole time, you know, I kept looking at his number to make sure it was the same guy because he kept standing out to me, even, you know, you just talk about sheer size and, and how they look on the field. He looks, you know, he looks the part. Mm -hmm. You know, the, there's, there's always going to be these guys that, that do just that. They look really good in practice and, and some, something happens between they, – they could even look good in preseason, but something happens between preseason and the regular season that either the coaches don't trust them anymore when they actually put in game plans, something falls apart. I mean, we could think of guys in the past like, you know, the, the, the Benjamin Victors of the world being like a Randy Himes. And I know last year, who was the corner, Darren, that, that Adam was really big on? Oh, Chris Westry. Chris Westry, right. And, and he looked great in practice. And mm -hmm. a long strider, just a six-foot-four corner, and, and looked really good. But something happens between that preseason and the regular season. And my theory on that is that, a lot of times during practice and preseason, the veterans are really not going at it 100%. They're trying to protect themselves a little bit, and they want to get to the season, just get their work in, and not, they don't have to show anything. Whereas the younger guys that are, tr that are fighting for their careers, they're out there to try to prove something, and, and they go out and make splash plays and, and things like Benjamin Victor does, because he did a little bit of that last year too. Yeah. Any of the running backs stick out? I, I know, and we've talked about this yesterday, Darren, that, you know, running back, the position, it's, it's tough to really evaluate, much like offensive line and these kinds of things because there's no, there are no pads on it and the guys aren't really going at it with contact. But uh, any, any guys, any of the running backs flash in terms of their participation in the passing game? You know, I, I thought Justice Hill looked real good last night. He had a great blitz pickup on one play. He had another ball he caught in traffic and kind of weaved through it. Looked like it could have been a touchdown. Um, he just looked fast. He's kind of the forgotten man in that room. Yeah, um, he was the same name that I would have brought up. Um, just echoing Darren's point, I think uh, people doubt that he'll be on the team just because he was so uninvolved over the last few years. But um, I, I do think he has a very good shot, shot at making it, especially if he keeps playing like he did last night. Mm -hmm. What what about some of the DBs? And I know we talked about this yesterday too, Darren. But 
that's a position I think is going to be critically important to the team because let's face it, they were ranked 32nd in pass defense last year. I don't think it can get much worse than that. So so let's talk about some of the DBs maybe that stood out in in each of your minds. There there were two guys that really stood out to me. And one was Marlon Humphrey. I thought he looked great last night. He pressed Bateman out, out of bounds basically on a deep ball. And he had another play where he did his fruit punch and got a ball out of Andrew's hands. And then I thought uh, rookie corner Denzel Williams had a nice night. He has good ball skills. Yep, I was going to bring up uh, Williams as well. He made a great – I think he may have fallen out of bounds, but he made a great catch Mm -hmm. uh, along the sideline for an interception. And then uh, Brandon Stevens was another one. Um, They were moving him around in the defense, you know, or in in the secondary, I should say. Um, Saw him at slot outside, and, and, you know, I'm assuming he also will occasionally be in the safety position. Um, and he just looked like he was flying all over the field. I, I think he had one pass breakup that I, it looked like it would be caught. I forget who the receiver was, but he swatted it away just before I could be caught. So he stood out to me as well. Anybody missing in action out there last night? Uh, usual cast, I think. I, I don't think there were any surprises. Was Marcus Williams on the field? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. That's, that's, that concerned me a little bit because I know he had a little bit of a few nicks during OTAs and he missed practice on Friday. So I'm glad to see him back out on the field. What about Mr. Cleveland? Uh, he was not in attendance. And I believe from what I've read, Harbaugh did confirm that it was a conditioning test thing, like we've all kind of assumed. Yeah. So now there's four practices in a row he's missed. Yes. Disappointing. That, that's a guy who I thought was a good draft pick last year. I know Harbaugh was excited about him, and now he can't even get on a practice field. And, and they're not going to make an exception for him. They're just He's going to have to pass it. Otherwise, he'll just sit on the sidelines the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay, how about some of the, the pressure off the edge? Anybody create some pressure and, and get into the backfield? And, and, and you know, what's any Odafe or – or Dalen Hayes, those are guys, and Justin Houston. Any of those guys make a, a statement last night? I saw a lot from the rookie Travis Jones in the mm-hmm. past rush drills. He was all over the place. And then Michael Pierce was hyping him up after practice a lot. And Brent Urban made a couple good appearances. He got in to blow up one play, and then I think he knocked down the very next pass. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that can just kill an opponent's drive if a guy can do that. Yeah, I was going to say Travis Jones. Um, the other one that I was really surprised to see kind of, you know, way more than I expected was Vince uh, Beagle or, or by mm-hmm. Um He was, he, he looked like he was, you know, a, a good fit opposite in full, in full team drills opposite OA. He was, you know, really strong. He generated a few pressures uh, and he just kind of stood out to me because I guess I wasn't expecting him uh, to be uh, playing quite as much as he was, but um, yeah, he's someone I'll, I'll be following for sure. From a fan perspective, you guys, did you guys stick around for the fireworks? Yeah, I did. It, it was fantastic. I saw a few minutes of it. <laughs> it was cool, though. I missed the light show. So after that, um, just headed out. You know, the Ravens do a really great job with things like that. So I'm glad the fans got an opportunity to do just that. So any other um, let's talk about the play of the day. Which, which play stood out to each of you guys most? I, uh, there were a couple. Um, Gaither beat Kyle Hamilton on a deep one. I, I guess the two throws from Lamar to Bateman were the two that are going to get the headlines. He threw a nice deep one down the sidelines to him. 
And then he had another one where he kind of scrambled around and bought time and found him in the back of the end zone. Yep. Um, both of those stood out to me. One, you know, just as a unique choice uh, was Anthony Brown made a really nice back shoulder throw um, to Nate McCrary, who made like a sliding catch where his, I think it was his left knee hit down um, along the sideline. And that was the first touchdown that the offense scored in full team drills for like the first few rounds with Lamar and Tyler Huntley, they, they really actually struggled against the defense. And, um, you know, I just was really impressed actually, by the way, Brown stepped in and, and pretty much, you know, obviously not a real game situation, but he led them down the field and then made a really nice touch pass uh, to McCrary as well. Were there any guys that you were disappointed in last night's efforts? Uh, Kevon Seymour seems to have a hard time in coverage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Just not to try to pick on him because you don't know what he's supposed to be doing out there, but he's notable in a couple highlights by receivers. Yeah, definitely. Um, there were a few plays actually where I thought Kyle Hamilton just seemed to step behind. I know that's probably pretty normal, um, but yeah, he was one that I, I didn't think, at least personally, I didn't think he had a great night. Yeah. Lamar Jackson has been stacking some practices throughout camp. So talk a little bit about his performance last night. And then if there's been any buzz amongst the media about what some are referring to as an imminent new contract. Um, I, again, I think we talked about this yesterday. He looks really good getting back in that third or fifth step and just planning and throwing. I think that's been a big improvement for him this year. He still likes to drop sidearms sometimes when he doesn't have to, but uh, I, I think he looks like a much improved passer this year. Yeah, I agree, especially with sideline throws as well. Um, mm -hmm. There were a few, a few early that he was really putting right in the one spot along the sideline that the receiver could get it with both feet and bounds. So that was impressive. Um, I think I would have liked to see, not that he wasn't on point with the deep ball, but there weren't as many deep throws as I would have liked to see. Um, but I, I, you know, in the small sample size, I thought he looked good. So, yeah, in terms of buzz from the media, though, I didn't really hear anything about a contract. I think sometimes because this, this particular practice was streamed on the Ravens website. So you just knew from that. And, Darren, you know how protective they are of information and, <laughs> and whatnot. I, I just knew they weren't going to be showing much on, on, on that particular practice in terms of anything new. Maybe they didn't go long intentionally. I know those little gadget plays that they've been practicing, they probably didn't show those at all either. Right. Yeah, and some of the strange formations we've seen in camp so far, they didn't really show up last night as much. Right. You didn't see Ben Powers out in the left slot. As well. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 well, you know, the receivers are making a lot of money these days. Maybe Ben Powers having a career change. There you go. <laughs> you never know. He needs a new number, though. So, all right, fellas, I really appreciate your time. Hope you enjoyed last night, and I hope you have a great weekend. You too. Thanks a lot, Tony. Thanks.